Hello and welcome to week six of A Year Full of Gratitude, the companion podcast to Claire Yosa's gratitude journal, A Year Full of Gratitude. And this week we're talking about the quality of our thoughts, okay? So Marcus Aurelius, very, very old and wise guy, yeah? said the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Now by now, at week six of your gratitude journal, I'm guessing you're getting that, yeah? (laughs) Hopefully you've been managing your gratitude minute most days. You might have your gratitude just starting to look pretty fabby. Do make sure you share a photo of it over in the Readers Club forum. You can find the link under week three in your Readers Club. If you're not a reader of A Year Full of Gratitude, come and find me at the show notes for today's episode. Post a photo at claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week six. That's number six. So the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Now, that's all well and good, but how do you change the quality of your thoughts? What does it mean? Well, if we're telling ourselves mind stories about how awful everything is and how it's not how we expect and how we want. Remember that rucksack we took off a couple of years, a couple of years ago, a couple of weeks ago about our expectations of ourselves and how life should be so we could be more present in this moment and appreciate what is rather than being upset about what isn't. I see it as managing that gap. So the first thing is, you may or may not know I'm a meditation and yoga teacher, as well as my various other hats. One of the things I discovered when I was studying, it was a two year course to become a meditation mindfulness teacher, was how it's so much easier to manage and control and shift the quality of my thoughts when there are fewer of them. When you're able to calm your mind, to have fewer thoughts, it's so much easier to feed the thoughts that make you feel happy. This is why when we're doing our mindful minutes, it can be really useful to do those three deep sighing breaths at the beginning, that in through the nose, (sighs) letting go and breathing out. That getting grounded, imagining that you've got roots going from your feet into the earth, maybe doing a few of those breaths in from the feet, up through the legs, the torso to your heart, and out into the earth. When we do those breaths at the beginning of a gratitude minute, we're allowing that sympathetic nervous system to calm down. The parasympathetic, the relaxation response comes in so you can be relaxed but alert. Yeah. And when you're relaxed but alert, your thoughts slow down. It's why when we do the ABC, the accept, breathe, choose, it's one of the reasons the B is breathe. Because you can accept there was a negative thought, but if you don't use the power of your breath to put the pause in, another stream of 30 negative thoughts will have come in before you get the chance to choose. So pranayam, breathing, is one of the most potent techniques I use to calm my thoughts, to calm my body. And actually, there are techniques I use that can actually use breathing in different ratios to change your life, to change your body, to change your world. So if you find that your mind is racing and you're struggling with your gratitude minute or your bedtime gratitude spiral, 
I invite you to do those three deep sighing breaths at the beginning of your gratitude minute, at the beginning of your bedtime gratitude spiral to allow yourself to come back to this moment, to help your mind to calm so it doesn't have to keep racing and to allow yourself that space between thoughts to choose which thought to feed. So when we train ourselves with the ABC, with the gratitude minutes, that was the technique we did in week two, then what we're doing is consciously improving the quality of our thoughts. The more often we practice, say if you set the timer on your phone at random points, for example, to practice your gratitude minute four or five times a day, remember those motorways in the brain with the neural pathways, remember the the reticular activating system that does the sensory filtering, The more we play with this stuff, the more our brain becomes trained to think that quality of thought. So the quality of your thoughts will naturally improve. You'll find yourself getting to the stage where the brown stuff can hit the fan and it doesn't phase you as much as it used to. So for me, what we're doing this year with a year full of gratitude is the how behind that statement from Marcus Aurelius, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. When you train your brain to think higher quality thoughts, ones that come from love, not fear, as we talked about last week, week five, then the quality of your thoughts naturally improves. And of course, how does this affect our experience of life and our performance? Well, our thoughts control our actions. So if we're sitting there thinking, well, I'm rubbish at this, I'm not good enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not fast enough, pretty enough, young enough, old enough, thin enough, whatever, the likelihood of us taking action on our dreams, on our deeper calling, on our purpose, on our why am I here, on our what difference am I here to make is very, very low. If your inner radio station is tuned to, okay, I had that thought, let it go. And I know that I can, and I am, and I will. Then the actions you take will be different. The actions you take will create breakthroughs, not burnout. Your inner critic starts to become your biggest cheerleader, one thought at a time. That is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why we're taking it at the pace we're taking it at, because we're releasing habits that we've built up for decades. (laughs) And if you're a VIP member of the Readers Club, remember, you get videos on how to adapt these techniques and these lessons for children. Because if we can teach our children to program their brains, to think thoughts from love, not fear, just imagine in the next generation how we could change the world. And for those individual children, for your child, for your loved ones, or if you're a teacher, the children that you're educating, imagine the difference in their results. If their inner dialogue isn't, I'm rubbish at maths. If instead it's, okay, but I can do this and I can do that. Imagine the shift in their experience of schooling and how that will unleash their true potential. So I hope you found that useful today. Let me know over in the Readers Club forum if you've already got a year full of gratitude or let me know over at the show notes if you haven't. ClaireYosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week six. That's number six. 
So your homework, if you've got the gratitude journal, is still your gratitude minutes, your bedtime gratitude spiral, writing in your journal each evening, and just noticing the quality of your thoughts at random points during your day. And remembering you've got that ABC with knobs on technique. Yeah, accept, breathe, and choose to do a gratitude minute to turn the quality of those thoughts around. And I'll be back next week with week seven, when I'm gonna be talking about the secret to keeping yourself motivated, and also the dangers of whitewashing, a spiritual bypass that's so easy in the modern world, because your gratitude journey is not about pretending that everything's okay or denying life's brown stuff, to find out how to handle this with gratitude and authenticity. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. I can't wait to hear how you're getting on. 